as the theaters remain closed and sit in darkness, one man with a love and a dream decided Theater the World News is now ready to rock your world and your radios. With nothing else to do and spare cash to spend, he traveled land and sea to the farthest sides of Litchfield to bring you only the best theater news and gossip there is to offer. Voted Best Theater Podcast of 2021 and hosted by this year's winner of the sexiest podcast, Jonathan Blake. This show is one not to be missed. As the TWN army begins to grow, there is now no other way to thrive other than having guests and features in his brand new studio setup called The Cave. And now, coming live from The Cave Studios, the one, the only, me. What's happening, my TWN army? This is your boy, Jonathan Blake. Chasing up the latest gossip, so you don't have to. I'm excited about today because today we're going to be talking about movie adaptations, yo. And I'm excited to have on my beautiful wife as a guest today and it's set up in my nice new cave. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm ready to go deep into this podcast. We've got lots to talk about, lots to cover. So, you know, I'm going to quit the bull and I'm just going to go straight into it. Let's go. And now it's that time that I uh, introduce my day one, my ride or die, my love, my spirit to my body, my my first, my last, my everything. It is uh, Vanessa. Hello. <laughs> well, that was a cheesy intro, wasn't it? Yeah, well, is just what I do. <laughs> now, uh, I'm, I'm quite excited because we're finally getting this podcast done on this setup. I mean, how do you, how do you find it? it look? Yeah, it's nice. It feels very fancy having my own microphone. I'm not going to lean into uh, yours this time. Exactly. Um, it, it's good that I finally got it set up. And uh, yeah, we've got drinks going. Uh, what, what, what drink have you, you I got? have got a pineapple rum and ting going on. A little bank mm. holiday treat. Mm. And that's that's how we do it over here. So, um... Before, before we get started, I just thought I'd ask you, what, how are you feeling about the theatres now being open soon? Are you bothered or...? Yeah, it's, it's exciting to know that it's actually going to happen. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back to the theatre and seeing things and supporting the industry. Um, I do think what is going to be weird when amateurs are allowed to go back. Like, are we going to feel comfortable standing in a room with 40-odd people singing? Like... That can feel so yeah. weird. I think I will, um, but I can understand that a lot of other people will struggle mm-hmm. and they'll find it difficult to kind of um, fit themselves back into the world and yeah. that that will come with time. Yeah. But, you know, looking forward to it. I am looking forward to singing with other people and, and going to see things. Like it's not, I know today's subject matter is musical films, but it's... It's not the same, is it? It's not the same as sitting in a theatre and hearing the band and seeing it. And Yeah, and me and you both know that live music is just so much better mm-hmm. 
than than just he, seeing a screen in a in a movie theater. Mm. Um, but it's nice to know that it's finally coming. Yeah, and we're, we're happy to that. So, um, what inspired this episode was uh, the release of In the Heights, which is coming um, this summer, and I'm very excited for that. And mm. I thought, well, let's now pick, think of a subject where we cover movies that have been made into musicals, musicals, stage musicals that have been made into films, and. We're going to discuss what what we think would work as a good film, what doesn't work as a film, what works better as a musical than a film, and 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 our own ideas on what we think movie wise would work as a good mu- musical and what would work as a good film. Mm-hmm. So um, we're a bit more organised today. Um, I've actually got a list in that me and uh, my lovely wife kind of discussed earlier, so we mm-hmm. can uh, we are flow better. To go. Yeah, I'm organised, as Heather said on the previous podcast. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty much ready to go. Are you ready to go? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right then. So the first question that um, I will ask you, of course, was what is your favourite musical to film adaptation? So that's a stage musical into a film adaptation. Okay, so certain favourites are obviously Hairspray. Great. That works so well as a film. I know they tweaked things and they made it a bit different, but it did, yeah. It works, doesn't it? They um they took out some kind of small snippets of songs from yeah. the stage, um, and whole numbers have yeah, changed. Yeah, but I guess because of the subject matter, it really did work yeah. as a film. And I actually had hairspray there myself. Yeah. That is a that's a really really good yeah. one. And I also thought Chicago, Chicago works really well as a film. It does. Mm. And they just kind of it because on the stage it's very stripped back, isn't it? There's not much set. It, the The orchestra's on the stage. So it's all very stylized. But gosh, that works as a film. Seeing all the streets of New York and all that, it's cool. It, it's good. Good costumes as well. Mm. And I think people like a film um, that's taken from a stage if it if it's very stylized, mm. like cabaret type. Um, circus type um, shows I think work really well in film because you can make it even grander mm. even um, more um, what's the word like abstract with, mm. with special effects yeah because there's lots of bits in um, Chicago like when she's singing Roxy Hart in the film it's very obvious that she's in a dream world because it's a ch- whole change of sets and lighting and styles, which mm. I know they do do that on the stage quite well. But I think, obviously, in films, you don't have to imagine things. It is there, plain it's in front in your of fa- you. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And it works. Yeah, but I mean, do you have any, any others? So I've also thought Phantom of the Opera, because I love that film. And that was the first exposure I got to that show. I've never seen that show done on stage. Okay. So I can't really compare because I've not seen it, but just for accessibility and getting people to see things, Phantom worked great for me. There's, I love it. I love that film. Mm, believe it or not, I haven't seen the film, but I have seen the stage. Oh, add it onto our watch list. Yeah, add it on, add it on. And then also I did think that generally I think the classics were better than now. Okay. So all the musical films that were made like in the the 40s, the 50s and prior to that, the 60s, 
I think they have been more successful mm. than modern musical films. Do you think it's because um, back then they had to physically put in more effort to put on a, a film Maybe such as... Maybe like CGI or anything like that. There was like no CGI there. and if someone wanted to do a backflip or flip off a table, yeah. um, they had to do it yeah. and it was all in one take. Yeah, that's true. And I also think they... In the in the, the older films, they tend to use proper actors and actresses, whereas in a lot of the movie musicals you see now, it's celebrities that are doing it, yeah. which we'll get on to. I've got a whole little rant about okay. that for you well, later. Well, I am but, happy to wait until we get to that point. Yeah, um, but then maybe, maybe the classics seem better because there's nostalgia linked to it. So I, I think of like Top Hat, White Christmas, Fiddler on the Roof, King and I... Santa Music, Guys and Dolls, like all of those ones. I love sitting down on a Sunday afternoon and watching those. Mm. But maybe it is the nostalgia in it that it I love. It could be. It could be. Um, because it's it's before our time. Yeah. And people like to see, or oh, what was the world like yeah. before we arrived? So I, I was, can... I think as I like, for me, there's a, like a familiarity to it. So like... Mm. In our house, as we said before, but it was a musical theatre house. Yeah, yeah. So it would be quite common to sit and watch a musical film, or if you went up to Grandad's, there'd be a musical film on, and like, mm. so maybe it is just nostalgia, and it feels good for me. But uh, what yeah. about you? What were your choices? Yeah, so I did have a couple. Um, I had West Side Story. Oh. Um, just because it, as a kid, it was one of the first musical films that I watched, mm-hmm. and. I just loved how how grand the dance moves were and how it was a show that was about gang gang culture and, mm-hmm. and um violence, but it was done in such a stylized way, like to do a fight scene but people are actually dancing. Yeah. It's not it it's it was all very um it was almost like like ecstasy it was something that was just like when you watched it you felt like you was you was transported into yeah. kind of like a, di- a different world and it had so much content because of if it being based off a of Shakespeare, Shakespeare mm-hmm. play um it, and it was f- it was first of its time having yeah. so many men dancing at once yeah. um it was just and also they went quite balletic didn't they with all the choreography yeah it, yeah, that is a cool one. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, I had Dream Girls because mm-hmm. um, even though Dream Girls again, like you said, left out some songs and left out some of the cha- tweaked some of the story a little bit as well. Yeah. Um, I felt that since watching the Dream Girls film, I grew more of a love to the stage version as well. Yes, and, I agree. Um, it, it it helped kind of put. Dream Girls on its pedestal, even though it was still widely known as a great show, mm-hmm. um, having Beyonce and Jennifer Hudson and and um, Jamie Foxx, Eddie Murphy all jump on mm-hmm. the cast, it kind of helped open up the the musical world to say, look, we've got we've got a show that's mm-hmm. uh, based on um, I think it's the Supremes, and have a listen, yeah. come have a look. It's a great film. Watching Dream Girls, I really love it. It does it. It's a real pet peeve of mine when musicals are changed for film adaptations. Mm. And I know there's probably numerous reasons why it's done, but that musical was so successful on the stage and it's been around for years. So why do the film producers then go, oh, actually, no, no, no. 
we're not going to do a direct transfer of it. We're going to change it. We're going to change, like for Dreamgirls, Effie's the lead in the stage show. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's about Dina her. Yeah, in the film. And I know that's because of Beyonce and whatnot, but oh, I don't know, it's just a real pet peeve of mine. Because then, like, when you do go see the stage show, you sit there and you go, oh, I don't, I don't know this song. Oh, that's not the or Like, mm. you get all confused. And, and if yeah. you didn't know, because I, when I went to see Dreamgirls, I'd watched the film multiple times, could do it inside and out, I could tell you the story, could sing it all, got the soundtrack, loved it. Before I went to see the stage show, I did my research and I went, okay, yeah, it's different. I'm not going to know all of it. Mm. But you sit there and you go, bloody hell, it's like a completely different story. It's just, it's, it's so different. It's focused on Effie yeah. because it's her it's her story. Um, it's not, di- that they, they did kind of touch on Effie's story, but they made it more about, it was almost like um, a book, like the first half was about Effie yeah. kind of getting bigger. Then the second half of the film, they made it about Dina mm. and her kind of struggles with being married to the to the uh, manager and yeah. and being controlled and kind of pimped out, really. Yeah, yeah. And I know we've um, spoken about it before, but um, the song Listen in the film, it's mm. Beyonce's big number and they needed, they needed a number that they could release in the charts. Of course. And that's what they did. Yeah. They changed that song. But on the stage show, that's an Effie and Dina duet. And it is mm, so it is. much more powerful. Of course, yeah. Mm, but, and yeah. The symbolism is, is much better. And so, yeah. And the, the next the next one I had down was Rent. Ooh. Um, again, they missed out some songs. Mm. Um, but I found it. what was really lovely, actually, was when I saw Rent for the first time, they... They took a lot of the original cast. Yes, that's cool. Um, which doesn't always happen. No. I mean, um, it's rare that you get the original stage um, cast to put in the movie. I can't actually think of another where that's happened elsewhere. Like, people, please let us know if we're wrong. But do you know of any other musical film adaptations where it's been the original cast? No. Um that's cool. I mean, yeah, it's it's awesome. Like, the I think it's because, as you said, as you touched briefly, it's the agents that want to get their actors and singers mm. on screen than the actual Broadway performers. Mm-hmm. Um, may, maybe some of the Broadway performers um, don't want to do film. Maybe it, oh, it could be a number of things. A really, of time, like we said. I'd- producers and stuff use big names to sell to it. sell tickets because yeah. that's also one of my bugbears about on stage musicals mm, at the yeah. moment you see celebrities in it all the time and i'm like you know what i don't need to see i don't know i can't think of a name now but like someone from steps or jason ex- donovan or yeah well he he was a he was originally he was originally theater wasn't he but i don't want to see an ex celebrity from maybe like the 90s that's suddenly now making a stage a career for themselves on the stage and i know people might not like it because some people are good like um hannah from s club she's mm. gone on and apparently uh, not hannah is it hannah anyway one of the ones from s club or step she's gone on and she's done quite well for herself but it's when they pull up put big celebrities on that can't really 
single act or I'm like there are they, thousands they are literally just there to pull in um, ticket yeah, sales ticket sales and, and there's thousands of incredible actors and actresses that have trained and why aren't they spent all the chances? money yeah done all the training and uh, not got that opportunity unfortunately that's when business comes into play yeah. um, people that want to make the ticket sales have to make those kind mm. of decisions and, and part of me can can't blame them. Um, and I suppose if it makes theatre more accessible to people, like if somebody suddenly goes, oh, I want to go see Grease because Peter Andre's playing the Teen Angel, that might be a wave of a whole group of people that wouldn't normally go see a stage show but are now going to go see a stage show. So it could make stage shows more accessible to the general I, I public. I think they do, they do it with the stage... Uh, as we've spoken, they do with films, mm. and I think that's much. Unfortunately, that will be the way forward. And you know, maybe some of these old pop stars and artists, maybe they want to give the stage mm. a go. And um, if they've already got an agent that um, promised them a bit of work, that's true. Um, it's a good way for those guys to get in as well. Um, that's true. And a lot, as you know, there's a lot of artists that have come off um, X Factor. Um, they've done a tour for a year and then they've turned yeah. around and says, actually, I don't want to be a recording artist. Or I'm, I'm quite happy being on stage. Yeah, yeah. Who um, was the girl that we saw in Rent? What was her name? She was from X Factor. Amy, jo- Amy Jones? No? No. Anyway, she was an X Factor star that actually was incredible on stage. Lucy Jones. Lucy Jones, not Amy she Jones. She was great. Lucy Jones. Yeah. Um, anyway, looping back to Rent... It annoys me that the Rent film is not like the Rent stage show. They're all the telephone messages and stuff. That's all missing, isn't it? Uh, the voicemails, yeah. Yeah, that's all not in there. Um, Even the um, um, December twenty fourth nine mm. p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I think they. I don't. Yeah, I don't think they even have that in. No, and in the film. Seasons of Love starts it, but on the stage show it doesn't. Mm. But yes, you do see a lot of when people do amateur adaptations, they put Seasons of Love at the start because that's what everyone's expecting to see. Because if you watch the film, Seasons of Love is the song that when when people think of Rent, they think of that song because that song is the famous song, and I think they used it to sell, yeah, to sell the film. Yeah, I Um, do love the. The film version of Rent. It is a good one to watch. But then it is a bug, bugbear of mine that it is different. But I like that they released the anniversary, anniversary show yeah. from the Broadway. So you can then sit and watch the actual stage show, which is cool. Of course, yeah. And um, people are always curious to see how a musical would work as a, a movie adaptation. And like I said, I'm happy that they chose a lot of the original cast to do that because they are actually really, Mm -hmm. really good actors as well and actresses. Um, So moving on. Should we move on? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Our least favourite stage musical to film adaptation. Um, You can go first, ladies first. Okay. So, um, Mamma Mia. Okay. Maybe because I hate ABBA. I'm sorry, everyone out there. So is 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 it just that... You don't like it because you don't like the musical, or do you actually feel that the mu- the stage version of Mamma Mia is better than the film? What? what uh, is... yeah, I enjoyed the stage version better than the film, yeah. and I think it's again that issue of celebrities were used mm. in the film who 
weren't the best it's singers. A- like Piers Brosnan can't sing, <laughs> right? Yeah. He's, he's a great Bond, but he can't sing. And you're like well, Colin um, for... It was Colin Firth? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not great. But I have to say, the sets, the dancing, the costumes, like it is beautiful when you watch Mamma Very colourful, very bright. Yeah, you feel like you're transported to those Almost islands. Eurovision-esque. Because yes. Abba, it was yeah. Eurovision, and it's it's in Greece, and it, it's ve- it's a very beautiful film. But yeah, mm. okay. Uh, anything else? Um, I thought the remake of Annie, it's the two thousand fourteen remake of Annie, that had Cameron Diaz and Jamie Fox in, that annoyed me. Okay. Um, because I think the original Annie film is great. Everyone knows it. We all watched it when we were kids. It's a Christmas classic. Like, mm, yeah, it, it is, was good. It is. And I know that the remake was trying to make it like bring it into the twenty first century. It was set now rather than in the the twenties or thirties. Very risky, a bold a bold move. Mm. Um, and it worked. It worked for some people. It didn't work for yeah. others. I um, wasn't a fan. I just I just don't think it worked well enough. Uh, yeah, and then um, the remake of Cats, the recent one. Now I can't say I've actually watched the film. But mm. the YouTube clips that I saw <laughs> freaked the hell out of me. Like with the CGI, I'm not. I'm not sitting down for two hours and watching you know, that. You know what? Because I struggle with um, Lloyd Webber anyway. Yeah. Um, not not as a as a person. I I'm not saying I hate you, Andrew Lloyd Webber. At all. <laughs> I, I, um, just just some of the work I'm not too keen on. Um, I'd find it difficult to sit and. and and watch the film of Cats anyway mm. because I struggle to, um, I struggle with the mu- the music itself. But um, the the original Cats film, I, I'm not a massive Cats fan, but the original Cats film was cool how it was filmed, and I only know it because my sister was obsessed with it and mm. it was on all the time when we were <laughs> growing up, which is probably why I don't like it. But the new one, the whole point of Cats is that like it's people in leotards dressed up as cats. Whereas the new one, they use so much CGI, they just look weird. Like you're like, am I watching a cat or is it a person? <laughs> like what the hell? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is very strange. Um, and that's yes, yeah, so I can kind of understand why the new film would be terrible. Mm, what um, were your thoughts? So mine, I had two. The first one, Sweeney Todd. Okay. Um, I. When when the Sweeney Todd film was coming out, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be good." wasn't too sure how Johnny Depp was gonna be actually singing because it's a very high baritone. Sweeney Todd's a very high baritone part, and um, and yeah, when it when it came out, I was I was disappointed because I believe they captured the dark, mm. the darkness that surrounds Sweeney Todd, but. It was directed by Tim Burton, mm-hmm. and um, and obviously he puts his his kind of um, interpretation into it with all the the big flicks and the white, the black and whites and stuff yeah. like that. And it looked really cool. Um, and like you said, they they took in big actors to kind of mm-hmm. fill the roles. But nah, like Sweeney Todd, um, jo- Johnny Depp as Sweeney Todd. He, he, Todd, he wasn't a great singer. Mm. He sang it way too low. He didn't really put as much passion into his singing as he did into his acting. Mm-hmm. Um, same for Mrs. Lovett as well. I I love um, what's her name? Helena Bonacarta. Helena Bonacarta. Great actress. Well, isn't she um, married to Tim Burton? 
that's probably yeah, why she got the part. That makes total <laughs> sense. I will, however, give a, a shout out to Sasha Baron Cohen because, as Pirelli, because mm. he absolutely smashed that part. And it was the first time that I actually heard him sing. Yeah. And I didn't know that he could sing so well. And he is brilliant. And ever since. Because he's also in Les Mis. Yes, he is. He? Yeah. He, he's the master of the hair. Mm. He's um, brilliant. With Helena Bonacarta again, yeah. that pairing. So he, he is. Um, they are a good pair. Um, but I just think overall the film was a bit underwhelming. Mm-hmm. So the second one was last five years. Oh, um, okay. So because I've known um, JRB material for so long and last five years for so long. And so when I heard the film was coming out, I was like, yeah, I'm on that straight away. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, and you know what? Um, I do like Jamie Jordan and I also like um, Anna Kendrick. I just don't think... Anna Kendrick suited that role only because even though age-wise she's actually correct to play that part, I've just seen her play so many young parts. Yes. In films, she plays just coming out of college, just yeah. coming out of school. Um, and that's nothing against her. She just looks really young. So then when I was watching the film, as, love, as lovely as she was singing, like the, the vocals on on in, in the film are lovely. Um, I just for some reason it it just wasn't sitting with me, and that See, is yeah. I've never seen last five years on stage, so the film is the only thing I've seen. Stage is and I beautiful. I quite enjoyed that film. Um, I'm not very familiar with Jason Roberts Brown works. So that was quite a good starting point for me. Yeah, mm. yeah. He, he, there's um, he has. Oh, JRB is incredible. He's still one of my favourite writers today. Um, and it is, like I said, music beautiful. Sam was beautiful. But sitting there watching it, I just couldn't... I, I couldn't see um, Anna Kendrick as Cathy. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, if you're moving on to the next question, what is your favourite film that they changed into a musical adaptation? Oh, there's been some good ones here. So, yeah, there has, yeah. First up, Waitress. I spoke about it on the previous <laughs> podcast, but that's up there. Ding, ding, ding. That wins. Um, what are your reasons for that? Like, Because um, I, I, we watched, obviously, the film Waitress, yeah. um, which obviously isn't a musical, um, but they had adapt, adapted in, into a musical. Uh-huh. And... Um, yeah, I the the film the performance was actually really good. The film's lovely, I really isn't it? enjoyed like, the film. I think if you ever want a new film to watch, go and watch Waitress the film. Like it's a it's a great film in its own right, but then it transfers the stage so very well. very well because it's Credit limited to Sarah. sets and Sarah Bareilles' music is just, it just works. It's just and the movement. It's ah, oh, I just think that one's an excellent one. Yeah, but yeah, really, um, really good example. Or, another one I thought of was Shrek. Yeah. So obviously they added songs into it. Um, Completely changed the songs. Yeah. yeah. Completely original material. Yeah. Uh, that one works. Entirely, and also because totally. it's, you would never think that would work because it's so fantastical. Like it's not real people. It's not it's in a real life situation. It's fairy tale creatures. Dragons. It's medieval but, dragons. Oh my gosh, it's, all, it's the, all in it. It's beautiful. The, the stage show is just incredible. And it you'd think that it was written to be a stage show straight away. Um and that if anyone's got Netflix, you can now watch the stage show on Netflix. Yeah. So please do watch the stage show. Um 
it is amazing. The music's amazing. Um, that they all individually have songs. The princess has songs. The donkey has songs. The fairy tale mm-hmm. creatures have a massive number, a beautiful number. It's so funny as well yeah. and creative. And I, they've taken a film that's actually really good and they've just elevated yeah. it because Shrek is like part of my childhood and it's an incredible film on its own. Mm-hmm. So the musical to add music and it, it and the costumes and everything it's um yeah really good example do yeah. you have anything else i do have a few more sorry um that's good go. legally blonde that yeah, one works very well great film great stage show like that worked the maybe it's because the story uh, that one's just so good um i also thought so like disney do it very well so lion king aladdin they're great. I think Lion King is just spectacular on stage. It's just a feast for the eyes. Like it's amazing. Yeah, I I, I will add in um, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, because Beauty and the Beast is a bit a bit of a tricky one because you had the film many years ago, mm-hmm. and then they brought out the um, stage version, which has different has different songs. Yes. But then they also brought out the new film and then changed some, some of the songs in. in. So there, are, there's basically three versions that you can watch of Beauty and the Beast. Watch all three. Yeah. Um, have a compare. And, well. and again, that one's got like the puppetry and the because the beasts he he's a puppet, isn't he? His head basically is a, is a puppet on top of the man and and the. Uh, the moving plates and all that stuff. Like, it is really cool, that one. <laughs> really cool. Really, really great, um, great spectacle. Um, I also thought, so, two two ones that were films um, that were made into musicals, but they were books beforehand. So they went okay. book, film, stage show. Yeah. So Matilda. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one worked really well. And also Colour Purple. Yes, Colour Purple. Beautiful. Um, we, we recently watched the live stream of it from... Um, the curve and the hippodrome and oh my gosh that was amazing it wasn't was it? It, oh it was insane and it it has just finished unfortunately um the the tour has but it was it really kind of um reignited my love for the musical because yeah. i'd listened to it for a while um but so i'd never seen so that well. musical but in school i'd studied the book yeah and obviously as part of that we'd watch the film adaptation yeah um the film's beautiful and they're incredible in their own right and then the musical is oh it's just all three of them work individually but they just they seem to get better so when you move from the book to the film it gets better when you move from the film to the musical it just gets better again like yeah yeah so cool and um so we we've 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 covered quite a lot um what did you a couple that i yeah that i'll I'll throw in um is sister act oh yeah sister act with Whoopi goldberg was an absolutely brilliant film standalone film on yeah. its own um the, and i mean the musical my god it works it works mm-hmm. all original music as well yeah um and they they hit the nail on the head i think they were really good in the film to kind of um age whoopie down yeah um they were they were in the film, they have the character Vince, who's like the Italian Italian mob boss. Mm-hmm. Um, in the stage version, his name's Curtis, and um, he he's like uh, to change the name. I'm not sure why, but they've they've changed it to make it probably make it more, Maybe it's more relatable. Accessible. 
as well, maybe? Because yeah. Vincent, you do expect that Italian mobster, but with Curtis that... It could be anyone, anyone, anyone could play it, yeah. And, um, yeah, I, and the, I think in the stage show, they added in that they, they kind of all went to school together. Yeah. They all knew of each other. Um, and uh, the, the musical's great. Eddie, who's n- not a very big role in the film, you don't see much of him in, mm-hmm. in the film, suddenly has this big role in the stage show and has a great song. Yeah. And I've, I've been lucky to play Curtis twice and play Sweaty Eddie um, as well. I think it's a great show and I'd always be up for doing it again yeah. whenever we And also around. I think it's a great one for amateur societies to do because there's a lot of female parts, isn't there? They're exactly. The exactly. So many parts for the for females. And um, yeah, the, well, as soon as it comes around, I'm, I'm ready to do it again. Um, <laughs> Which part now? Are you going to play Monsu's Oh, I'd love now? to play. Um, there's a role called um, TJ. Yeah. Who's one of the henchmen. And he has so many funny one-liners. He's a, he's a bit of a prat. He, he's Curtis's um, nephew. And he's just, mm-hmm. he's such a funny part. And because I haven't played that role yet, I think I'd be able to give it, I think I'd be able to smash <laughs> that part. Um, so, yeah, anyone who's listening who's uh, who's planning on doing that show, <laughs> do you want to contact me to play TJ? You're yeah, ready to audition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what one um honourable mention is uh Priscilla. Ooh. Um I think Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, um, film um came first, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And then the stage show came and again because it's about uh three drag queens touring um Australia, um, I think it transfers really well onto stage. And if you haven't gone to see it or see the tour Please do. It's amazing. It's it very bright, be, um, glittery. Post lockdown, it should be back on tour again because we were meant to see it last April, weren't we? We never yeah. got there. Yeah, um, but you know, LOS will be doing it. Um, fingers yeah. crossed in January. Please go and see that. Um, another honourable uh, mention will be Spamalot. Oh, yeah. I think the the film's funny. It's Monty Python. It's really silly, kind of. Typical Monty Python humour, but I think it really transfers so well onto stage um, because of the Monty Python element. It's almost pantomime, isn't yes. it? Yes, yeah, it does feel um, a bit panto. It's it, fun. Because it speaks out to the audience. They break the fourth wall constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm completely, um, I think that's a really good example. Mm. And of, we were lucky enough to do Spam a lot, weren't we, that last just year? Before just before the lockdown. world went to pot. That was a great, it was such a fun show week, that one. It was so silly. Such a just, laugh. Yeah, you, you couldn't feel grumpy doing that show. No, great. you couldn't. I couldn't at all. Um, so, and, and that's where that's where I ended on. So we'll move on to the yeah, next yeah. one. Um, what is an adaptation from a stage musical to a film that you would like to see made? Okay, so um, as we said earlier, in the Heights is coming soon. Yes. And that would have been one that I want on my list. Same for me. It was on my um, list as well. But it is coming June this year. Two cinemas near Amazing. So we are going. And if you, the trailers look incredible. In, insane. Huge casts. In. The dancing. Oh, it just looks. And again, they seem to have chosen actual musical theatre type people. There's, I don't think there's any mm. celebrities in it, is there? Not no, that I've um, seen. Apart I mean, from Lynn Manuel, but 
you know, he wrote Chris, it. Christopher, so. Jack, Christopher Jackson, of course, he's yeah. become a bit of a celeb now. Um, and the original um, Lawrence from Hamilton yes. will be playing. Um, oh my God, yeah, Usnavi. Yeah, and uh, I'm yeah. I, I just know that it's going to be yeah. a great film. Can't I, wait for that one. I just can't wait. I, I, I mean, I will buy it on DVD straight away oh, as soon sure. as soon as it comes out. Um, what do you have anything else? Um, so also I put "Come From Away" because as I said before, I'm obsessed with that soundtrack. I really want to see it on stage. I've not had a chance to see it on stage. So if if that were to be made into a film, I'd love that. I do, however, know it is being made into a film in some form, um, at the moment or has been made. I don't know if it's like a filming of the stage show or if it's an adaptation to make it like a movie. Mm. Um, but apparently that is being released in September this year to celebrate oh, nice. the 20-year anniversary of 9-11. So really intrigued to see what that is. Um, looking forward to that one. Yes, definitely. Um, and then two other ones I've got that aren't in the running to become that I'm aware of, actually, um, is Hamilton. So Hamilton is incredible. On stage and I know that there is the filming of the stage show that's available on Disney Plus yeah, and that is, is really cool but now think of it as a movie adaptation so mm. the actual sets so when they're at the ball they're in an actual ballroom when they're on the battlefields it's an actual battlefield and like think of the full costumes because I know on the on the stage show there's like a nod to the costumes isn't there it's yeah. like pared down and but think about like think Bridgerton, but mm. as Hamilton, like so it would look like Bridgerton, but it's actually Hamilton. Like, that's cool. It, it it is cool. I mean, it it would need such a high budget when oh, you look massive. at like if you look at Les Mis, if you look at um the the budget that was used for those films mm-hmm. and the costumes, it would, it would have to be on the same yeah. kind of yeah because Les Mis that translated brilliantly yeah. into a film. Uh, so yeah, similar vibes. I think Hamilton would be a really cool. Oh cool, yeah, I agree. And then my final one is Wicked. So for years, it's been rumored that there's going to be a film adaptation of Wicked. It's never been released. We've not. I've never seen any spoilers no. or leaks or anything. They have released various kind of um, films re- relating to the Wizard yeah. of Oz, but. Um, like the great Oz the Great yeah, and Powerful. But actual and, Wicked but actual hasn't wicked. been done. And um, again, it'd be interesting to know whether whether it is released, whether it's a filming of the stage show or if it's a film adaptation. But either or, I'm there for it. Um, but mm. I did read the other day, completely random. Yeah. Um, I read about Wicked and I really should have written it down, but I can't remember it now. But anyway, a man is going to play Elphaba. On the okay. stage. Yeah. On the, um, the, the what, the new tour? The I don't know. I can't remember. Broadway. I didn't write it down. Everyone Google it. Someone will find out what the details are. But I think that's really cool, swapping the genders. I wonder if, if they will change the key of the song, because it's high. It is. I mean... Uh, I've seen, I've heard uh, a lot of guys with falsetto, um, probably after a few beers as well, um, absolutely <laughs> smash that number. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued just to see what, what yeah. happens. Um, I'll do some Googling after this. Do we'll some Googling, do some Googling. Um, so what did you have? 
You um you took a couple of mine. Woo-hoo. Um which is fine, that's good. Uh Dear Evan Hansen. Um I I think Dear Evan Hansen is so relevant now, so mm-hmm. current to um of course mental health, the the danger of social media yeah. and how that can ruin people's lives, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um I believe it will work as a film and I've I'm sure people were in the talks of actually making the film with Ben Platt. Um, oh, that'd be cool. Pl- playing playing the original role, because of course Ben Platt played the original um, Evan Hansen in stage. Um, and they believe that they might do the same for the film, if he, of course, doesn't look too old for the role. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I believe that will totally work. And um, th- there was one... one Musical that we ma- that we were going to talk about that we we weren't sure about. Um, uh, um, I can't think of it right now. Moulin Rouge. Um, Moulin Rouge, but that that that's not no. coming up. Heather's just yet. Um, no, Heather's been done. It has, hasn't it? Heather's was a, mu- a film. It was a that film. Was made a musical. It was a film. Um, I have written it down, but it's fine. We will move on to the next one. It'll come back to you. It'll come back to me. Now, the next question I've done, okay, is what is, what would you like to see an original musical film that could make a good stage show? Okay, so. So that's that's a film that is based around music or around an artist's music uh that would would work well as a musical. So what jumps to mind instantly is like Disney. Disney clearly works because the Disney Frozen films is now on stage. are musicals, aren't they? So yeah. uh, two that I thought are from Disney, Princess and the Frog, because Ooh. love that one. Great music as well. Yeah. Beautiful music. Maze music. That could be cool with the animals. It, yeah. It'd be an interesting one. And then uh, Coco. Oh, Coco. That film is incredible. And My also eyes sweat all... so much when I watched that film. <laughs> you were a mess. I was a mess. If you haven't seen Coco, guys, listen. It oh. messes me up. It's the it's film. So beautiful. Is amazing, film. and because it's set in Mexico, it's again visually incredible, and the music's incredible because it's all Mexican style, mm. traditional Mexican music, Mexican. Ugh. Anyway, and but yeah, imagine that transferred to stage. That would do. I think. And also, it would be interesting to see how they do the ghosts and things. (laughs) It works. Like we've seen Ghost the Musical. Of course. You can do it. So Mm. I think that'd be cool and having all like the the Day of the Dead stuff. And that that, that's a quick honourable mention. Ghost. Yeah. It's a great film and works the musical. Um, I'll just throw another one in. Bodyguard. Yeah. Bodyguard. God, there's quite a lot when you start Bodyguard's a good it. film, main to musical. Yeah. Um, anyway. Dirty Dancing. Yeah. I'll throw that one in. Just um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, some other ones that I thought, musical film, that would be good as a stage show. Um, so, Burlesque. Okay. It's got um, Chris Aguilera and yeah. Cher in. I was really excited about that because the trailers look great. And then I watched the stage show. And I was really disappointed. Uh, sorry, I watched the film and I was really disappointed. Mm. I don't know if it, I don't know, the acting wasn't great or it just didn't live up to expectations. I just, I think if someone rejigged that into a stage show, it could work quite well. Um, so yeah, that's that one. And then I also thought 
um, Jingle Jangle that was released, Christmas oh, Just Gone. Yeah, really good Christmas film. That um, would be really cool as a Christmas stage show. Yeah, it would be. Lots of different elements in that, isn't there? Lots of different parts and as well. The and music and the dancing and stuff was good. Yeah, the music was brilliant. And then finally, um, this is going to upset some peeps, I know, but La La Land. I hated the film of La La Land. The idea of it is great. Like mm. an old school style Hollywood musical in yeah. modern day. Yeah. Hated it. Absolutely hated it. Maybe it's because the actors were terrible. They couldn't sing. Again, um, you've used celebrities. You shouldn't use celebrities. You know what? They 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 could sing in tune, but it just wasn't as good as someone else no. could do. So um, I'm just thinking, put that on stage and maybe I'll like it. Okay. Well, that is fine. You mm. are entitled to your opinion. You yeah. can express yourself in however you choose to. <laughs> um do you have any more or just jump onto myself? Um, so just final one that I was going to put on my list and then I doubted myself. But then I thought, mm. you know what? Let's discuss Enchanted. So originally I thought that will work brilliantly because it's a great film. There's lots of singing. It's, it's a Disney great. film as it's well. It's a Disney film. Perfect. However, I've been dreaming of a I thought, I then started to question whether it would translate to a stage show because part of the charm of Enchanted is that they move from this cartoon musical type world mm. into the real world and then so she's like the odd one out and then when they do suddenly go in into the how does she know big routine in Central Park and everyone joins in the lead guy's like what the hell's going on like this is normal world what's happening I just don't know if that would translate to stage because everyone expects there to be big songs and dances on stage, isn't there? Yeah, and I guess it would hard to kind of enforce that comedy aspect of, oh, suddenly yeah. Disney acting is happening in a modern world. But then I guess the as long as the audience already know what's going on, mm. they can kind of dis, they, they can kind of understand that and, and go with that. The, and costumes as well. If you've got someone in a grand kind of bell type dress yeah. stood next to someone just in a in a business suit i definitely it, it, buy tickets to go i would see definitely it. <laughs> go and see it. yeah I, if if they put it on i would go and yeah. see it um and, over to you yeah over to me brilliant well um interesting one um eight mile huh. um because the those who haven't seen eight mile eight mile is a film based on eminem's kind of um breakthrough into the industry and it talks about how he used to rap battle and um, kind of the the struggles that he went with, um, living in a trailer park um, and getting beaten up and, and having to work and, and then making his way through. The film is full of um, freestyles, music, and I feel that that would work as a musical mm. on stage because... They rap. They do rap battles on stage. They could include the audience as Especially well. Especially since the success of Hamilton, so people are now used to seeing rap in musical theatre. Yeah, the first the first musical that I heard rapping was in the Heights, and it kind of blew my mind. Um, and I was so happy that that um, that I was starting to hear that because when I was younger, I used to listen to a lot of um, hip hop and R and B, and that was what 
I loved. So mm. it was great to see that kind of get put into the musical world. That's a great choice. Yeah. Um, a second one, similar to Eight Mile, Notorious, which is the film that's based on um, Notorious B.I.G., mm-hmm. um, Biggie's Biggie Life. Biggie Smalls. Uh, Biggie Smalls. He... Um, similar, he's kind of struggles, he's kind of breakthrough into the music industry, kind of like what they've done with Motown the musical. Mm. How it talks about how it's it's a musical about musicians breaking into the industry. Um, the Pitch Perfect added in Ooh, the, um, yeah. the first um, Pitch Perfect film because I'm, I'm not too keen on the second and third one to be honest. <laughs> um, but the first one is absolutely brilliant, and I, I think that could work. Um, however, those people that would be on the stage version would need to be so on point with their acapella and their harmonies. Yes, and also I think if it is moved to a stage show, it would have to remain as an acapella show. Yeah, it could only work as an like, I don't show. want there to be an orchestra. No, no. And you, you wouldn't need a big cast. Um, okay, you could still... Actually, you could still have a cast of, of 20 to 30 people. But just a cappella. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, and not sure if it would work, but I think it would be a, a brilliant show. Um, another couple that aren't films, or maybe could be made into a musical, um, Pose. Oh. The category is Live, live Work, work. Pose. Yes. Um, um, those who um, haven't seen or may have seen Pose know that um, it's about strugg- um, struggling artists, um, um, black artists, white artists in New York during the um, AIDS crisis. Mm. And it's all about the ballroom scene. All about scene. the ballroom scene and um, dre- dressing as a girl, drag. Yeah. And, and it's also it allowed trans, trans women a chance to express themselves, to express themselves how they really it? want. Yeah. Um, the the TV show is beautiful. Mm. Um, if you have Netflix, do give it a watch. And also, completely unrelated, but we we watched RuPaul, didn't we, prior to Pose. And yeah. then suddenly you watch Pose, you go, oh, RuPaul's totally based on the ballroom scene. <laughs> like, of course, It yeah. all makes sense now. And, and like, is, is in one life. of the episodes of Pose, they introduce a lip-syncing round and they're like, this won't catch on. And, and then now you look at it now, and that's what all the drag what queens all do. all the drag queens do now. Uh, yeah, and the, the last one I added on was Game of Thrones. Oh. Now, it will be, I mean, what don't you have in Game of Thrones? You've got politics, you've got medieval you've got um you've got a bit of blood blood you've got um you've got sex you've got violence you've mm. got you've got everything going you've got on dragons you've got dragons you've got mystical creatures if you did game of thrones would you do like all of the series or would you have to like dilute you'd have, it and, you'd have to dilute it and take because i know the, that the lord of the rings bits. has been made into a stage it show. has so it clearly works that vibe uh, yeah. Have you listened to Lord of the Rings? No, I it's a long, actually. it's a long show. <laughs> it's a very long show, but it, it is good. And is it like all three books? Um, they touch. I think they touch briefly on all books, um, but I, I can't say I'm. Um, mm. I know all the lore with Lord of the Rings, yeah. so um, that's something that I'd have to do a bit of mm. research on. Um, and yeah, I think that is that is. Oh, we talked about Moulin Rouge, didn't we? This is. I brought it up earlier. 
you said when we're talking about these these questions the other day you said oh moulin rouge that'd be a, a, a great one and then when we were doing our research we actually found out that it's already a thing of course moulin rouge a is thing. a stage show I already already oh. on the broadway and on the Broadway, God, it sounds so old. Uh, <laughs> I looked on the internet, on the on Google, that. and found that it's on the Broadway, and it is coming to West End in autumn. How oh. cool! And so keep a lookout for that because the tickets yeah. will be on sale soon. I and... think, yeah, we watched some of the trailers, and it looks so cool, so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, I can't wait to see shows, especially Moulin Rouge. It's a great film. So the stage show, it's just going to be better. Um, so the the last question mm-hmm. that I got to is, what non-musical film, so just a standalone film, that you would like to see made into a stage musical? Okay, so my number one choice would be Eat, Pray, Love. Okay, tell me a bit about it because I haven't seen that film. Eat, Pray, Love. It is a film from a book. Yeah. And I believe the book is based on a real story. Okay. Um, This woman, she lives in New York. She's married, um, gets a divorce, then uh, shacks up with a boyfriend and then suddenly realises she doesn't really know who she is as a person. She's always had a husband or a boyfriend or a... And like one of the... um, One of her mates makes a comment to her saying, no you used to dress like your husband and now you dress like your boyfriend. And she was like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I'm in my 40s and I don't know what I like to wear. And basically she goes and finds herself and she decides that she's going to quit a job, leave New York and she's going to spend a year or so and she's going to eat, pray and love. So she goes to Italy to Mm. eat. She goes and eats uh, all the lovely food and she learns Italian and makes some friends there. Then she goes to India to go pray she joins an ashram there and then she goes to Bali and uh, she finds her love there and I just think because it's set in four different countries the opportunities to put that on stage like imagine the sets like it would look so different wouldn't it you'd have New York you'd have Italy you'd have India and then Bali that would be cool to see the four different work. sets. What what um what music would you incorporate? Because so it's I different parts, do, isn't it, of the yeah, world? Yeah, music influenced by the country you're in. Yeah. So maybe like in in New York, it either could be like Frank Sinatra, or it could be like hip hop, all that sort of stuff. Come fly, yeah. Let's fly. And then when you get to Italy, obviously, I want to hear. Oh, yeah i want to hear like traditional italian music mm. like proper cliche and then uh india get a bit of bollywood type vibes going bit of bangor yeah like yeah. It, i think it'd be really cool that one yeah that, yeah that's a great it's a great idea yeah. and um i haven't seen the film so maybe i should give that film oh, um, totally. go. um do you have anything else okay yeah so these ones are a bit weird and wacky okay i think it's quite fun <laughs> um sean of the dead <laughs> so really funny film Simon yeah. Pegg film isn't it it's a brilliant but film imagine that but with like Book of Mormon styly on the stage yeah um, like basically just taking the piss yeah because um, I mean I don't know if you know but there's a um, a musical there's Dawn of the Dead musical which oh is, it's been done which is um, which is actually a, a musical oh 
And uh, I haven't, uh, yeah, but, and I will have to try and get it off a C- CD somewhere. I have it somewhere in, in one of my um, drawers. And it is, obviously, Shaun of the Dead is kind of a, a, spoof. a spoof of Dawn of the Dead. But do, they, they've made Dawn of the Dead the musical. Yeah, well, so, I'm behind the time. Scrap that then. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and um, it is meant to be hilarious and funny, but there's still a chance that Shaun of the Dead the musical can still mm-hmm. um, arise. Do you have anything else with a bit of wacky? Or? Yeah, two more wacky ones. Okay. Gladiator. How Ooh, what epic a story. would that be? Oh, I think it would be like... Oh, I think you'd walk out there and you'd feel like you need to cry or something. It'd be a very epic, like almost lame, like lame scale. Bit lame Izzy vibe, yeah. Like, um, the hit, oh yeah, that would touch, hit you right in the feels, wouldn't it? Would. it? And um, then a complete random one, but would be quite. I think it'd be quite funny to do Jurassic Park. Like I'm not saying it's a good one, but it'd be quite challenging. Um, <laughs> and then get all the dinosaurs. <laughs> All the dinosaurs running around. <laughs> but they, you, there's dragons on stage, so why can't there be dinosaurs? It, it, I mean, it'd be great for the kids. Yeah, and um, my niece would love it because she loves a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what music would you put into a Jurassic Park type musical? Mm, I think it'd have to be like modern music. Mm. I think you could do that like, old school Hollywood type stuff. It'd have to be quite grand, wouldn't it? Yeah. To, to, mm. to add in. But now that um, great ideas. What did you have? Well, I put in American Pie. Oh, my gosh. So, Is that not a thing already? Um, I mean, there's many musicals. Oh, I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't looked. I'm just thrown straight off the dome. Yeah, keep going. Um, American Pie. So, obviously, we've seen musicals like Heather's, um, Legally Blonde. We've we've now got Mean Girls, the musical. Um, so to set it around high school kids kind of discovering their sexuality and getting up to no good, going to parties and stuff. That'd be um, funny. I think it would be hilarious. The film is hilarious. There's plenty of material there for jokes, etc. And I think it would really work on stage. Um, and yeah, I mean. What, what more can be said about that? It would just be hilarious and, and funny. Um, the second one that I chose is the film Hook. Ooh. Because, so you... Well, that's kind of been done though, hasn't it? Because Peter Pan's out there. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. It is. But unfortunately, I don't think Peter Pan is that good. <laughs> um, and I kind of like the element of Hook that Peter Pan actually becomes old. Mm. And you've got a grown man... Uh, re- reliving his childhood yeah, again that would and work really well you've got like Rufy Owen Bangarang and <laughs> like you've got all these different kind of elements that that they can add in um, like I, I like I like the fact that Peter Pan what gets older and you then suddenly do a double part so you know like how um, the cure girl was the high part one the, the, oh my god what's that called the Harry Potter play, and it's in two parts. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, Harry Potter fans. I used to say I was a Harry Potter fan. But no, Definitely has. No, it's something about the child. Cursed child? The cursed child, yeah. Oh gosh, redeem myself. Um, Let down. I know, yeah. Sorry, Charlotte Middleton. Sorry. <laughs> um, sorry, Jervis. Um, 
What's that? Oh, yeah. If you did Peter Pan and Hook as two-parter, so you go and watch Peter Pan the musical, go and have your dinner, and then go back for Hook the musical, that would be fun. Yeah, totally. Um, it would it would work. And I think music, you could kind of do the grand, like, um, like similar music to Wicked. Mm. Um, like, very, very grand. But then... Suddenly, you've got Peter Pan as an old an old man, and he's working in an office. Yeah, and it it can change to very like drab, like what what what's happened to this kind of character? That's cool. And then he discovers himself and the fairies and everything coming back into the real world. And yeah, it it would just I like be that one. it would just be amazing. Um, and I don't have anything else down, but is there anything else that you can um think of? Um, films that you would think work no, as a no. musical. I think I'm all done. I think. I think how you know how in recent years this this is an answer question, but it's just a thought in my head. Yeah. Um. You know, in recent years, you see a lot of filmings of the stage musical. Yeah. So, like, I know this weekend, um, JCS is available on YouTube for people to watch. I quite like that because it does make musical theatre accessible. Because going to a stage show. Can be expensive, like depending on which oh, city so you you're t- in or t- tickets. Yeah, so you could um forty pound, forty yard, fifty pound ticket. Yeah, each, so having the films, food. having the films of the stage show, I think is great because I I think for a true musical theatre fan as well, it just it whets your appetite, but you still want to go see the stage show. I mean, this 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 pandemic has proved that we need um more kind of online streaming of shows um because it's not that we want to take away the jobs of um no i'll still i will will still be supporting you guys don't you worry about that um but it's just nice that when a tour has stopped to still have people come and watch it because then when the tour comes back Mm -hmm. they will want to go and see it live because you can't beat music live you can't beat shows live um, but yes, it would be good to see, to whet your appetite and have a um, streaming service. Because I know, like, there's um, so like Oklahoma, the old mu- the old film of the musical is like a proper film. It's in sets and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But then there was the Hugh Jackman remake, wasn't of course. there? But that's more of a stage, filming of yeah. the stage show, wasn't it? And I think that's quite cool when you get to see both versions of it. So I think the more of those that are released the better like, i'd love that yeah and they did it they did it really well with the whiz mm. um that i and i actually think that the stage show of the whiz is better than the film um because the film's quite scary um <laughs> like um they it's a different version of the wizard of oz basically and um the stage version is just insane the yeah. music is insane um, if you haven't seen The Wiz, please go and see. I, The Wizard of Oz is one of my um, fav, mm. one of my favorite musicals, and it is another honourable mention. Um, so, in The Wiz, on the the filming of the stage show, is yeah. that the one with Amber Riley and Neo? And Neo, yeah, that that's that's the live, that's The Wiz live. live. Uh, but you have the original stage show, okay. which has been around for years and years it's been around for decades and then they made the film and they sold it with michael jackson diana ross playing these roles um that film is 
um, a great film, but it, it's scary at bits. And then you've got the remake stage, which is, of course, with Amber Riley and Neo, and that's an incredible and show. I know at the start of all this, we were saying don't use celebrities because it's really annoying. The Wiz actually works with celebrities. Maybe it's because of the style of music. Yeah, and it works. And it works with pop stars. It works if the pop stars know how to sing mm-hmm. live. Um, you've got recording artists that are not great at singing live, but then you've got um, you've got a lot of many vocal artists who can sing really well mm-hmm. live. And you know what? Props to those people. Mm. They deserve all the praise. Um, and yeah, that that concludes our uh, discussion about movie adaptations. Um, I've enjoyed talking to you. It's I've loved a... it. Thanks for chatting about something non pandemic for a while oh i know i know but uh, yeah i am going to spend the rest of my day because it, it's easter weekend i'm gonna go watch easter parade yeah a uh, film of a musical and eat and, lots of chocolates. and eat lots of chocolates and i'm gonna watch the streaming of jesus christ superstar on youtube so that's where you'll find me for the rest of the day smothered in chocolate nice <laughs> and uh yeah, that 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 is not in the dirty way either. But, no. um, we will, yeah, we will leave it there. Is there anything that you would like to say to the guests before you go? No, I just can't wait to see everybody and sing in a Be room to, with people. Yeah, to do to go back to choir, to go back to doing shows. Yeah. Um, and it'll, it'll be great. And so, thank thanks for being here, and uh, we will see you on another episode i am sure well yeah we everyone knows that they we love the unofficial co-host of this show yeah, you know that there's a back thing, um, by public demand back by uh high demand they yeah, <laughs> basically want my wife here 100 um <laughs> what it says, I think you're going to be appearing much more and there's nothing wrong with that as i love it a bit so uh yeah thank you very much Now, if you really enjoyed that episode, then please don't forget to like, share, subscribe and let me know what you guys think so we can really get the ball rolling. Also, don't be afraid to check out the page, Theatre World News, which is on Facebook. We also have the secret commune, the secret commune, it's a secret but not really a secret, where you can join there. We've got an Instagram, please check out that page and we have a Patreon, little as £3 a month. Get a shout out on the podcast promotion. £5 a month, shout out promotion, bonus episodes <laughs> and a higher tier system where you can have mugs, merchandise, t-shirts and all sorts. It's been a pleasure to speak to you all. If you want to make the world a better place, start with the person standing in the mirror. I am your host Jonathan Blake. It's been a pleasure to entertain you. Bye bye mother Bye bye.